0: Welcome back to the kickoff of the Valley Podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunner. That is Tyler Vasquez. We're going to be previewing the Week Nine matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals, which is Sunday at two oh five at State Farm Stadium. Clocks fall back for for pretty much everybody else in the country except for us. That is why we have the later kickoff time, which I despise.
1: Your thoughts why on Why are you despising kickoff? that? Because you have to be up so I, because you have to be so, up so early. Is that what it comes down to?
0: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a normal schedule where I get up at 2.45 <laughs> in the morning on, you know, during the week. But, you know, we're waiting an extra hour on Sunday mornings for kickoff of the early games. And then and you got the 2.05 and, and then that pushes Sunday night football to 6.15 for us, you know. And again, there's my bedtime, right? My, my normal bedtime during the week mm-hmm. is 7 o'clock. So if kickoff on Sunday night is at 6.15, you know. It's uh, ha,
2: ha early, right? early. I'm Look at this here. I, oh, the six fifteen Sunday night football. You know it starts at eight fifteen on the East Coast, buddy. <laughs> that's oh uh, yeah,
0: I know, and, and that's why I'm glad I don't live on the East Coast, man. I, I mean, I
2: don't know how you
0: guys stay up so late to watch these games.
2: The dream of my life, and then we'll let the show continue. Of course, would be to be covering East Coast teams and living on the West Coast oh, because yeah. then you get all the benefits.
0: Yeah. That'd be the best case scenario same with morning radio, man. I'd love that. Switch it around, live in a different time zone
1: i'm I'm a if it's a home game selfishly, I like the later start because then I don't have to be down at Westgate or in Glendale <laughs> as early. uh yeah. it does allow me a little bit later of a start to my day, but uh I agree I do miss the 10 o'clock start time uh of games on Sunday.
0: You know what I loved when I was in Hawaii uh, last month? Um, They're like three hours ahead of Pacific time, so like the games kicked off at like seven AM. The later games were like ten or eleven, and then Sunday night football was like three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And everything was wrapped up by six o'clock at night. I loved it; loved every moment of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, besides the the beautiful weather and. Yeah, uh, the, yeah the right unique Views, I mean, yeah, having football done pretty early Although when I went to Hawaii a few years ago I remember like the first game of the day The Cardinals, they were playing the Steelers So they were, it was an early game Just because they were, in, you know, playing in a, yeah uh, Playing an well, AFC, AFC team And so they started at 6 a.m. in the morning So I had to be up yeah. at a bar at 6 a.m. Ready to go for uh, yeah. To watch the Cardinals play the Steelers And then they got killed by uh, a backup quarterback From what I remember Of course
2: Yeah <laughs> Uh, Tyler complaining about doing some day drinking. This guy comes in every episode with another (laughs) life complaint. I had to have easy access to stadiums across the country. (laughs) They set me up in private areas to record podcast episodes. My
1: God.
0: And then the London games, man, those would be 3 a.m. in Hawaii. That's crazy. Or 3 or 4 a.m., something like
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Our our buddy from the British bird gang that we had on a few weeks ago, he, uh, uh, he had mentioned how he gets to get up and he stays up like all night watching all the games. So uh, it it is a little Not different. A I'm having to figure out logistically. We're going to be in Mexico in a couple of weeks for the Cardinal Monday Night Football game. And when I went down there, the feed it's all in Spanish of of course for obvious reasons, right? The but what is the, the feed? Like the the feed. game feeds, they're all uh-huh. in Spanish. So like for all of us Cardinal fans coming from Arizona that yeah. don't speak Spanish. Uh, a little bit different experience watching football. So I'm trying to figure out, do I, do I pay for the, uh, NFL has like a world game pass thing where it's like a hundred bucks for the season or something like that uh-huh. for everybody in different countries to watch like any game. It's like, our their Sunday ticket? So I think I'm going to buy that while I'm there and then somehow plug it into the TV system at the bar <laughs> that we're going to be at just so we can get the, uh, the English broadcast of the, of the games so.
0: of the, uh, the early games before the game, uh,
1: well, for all the games, the Cardinals don't play on Monday, so we're gonna be watching the Sunday game. Oh, I got it. That's
0: right. Yeah. Monday night yeah. football. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is so, the in arena announcer is that gonna be Spanish at that game, or do you know? Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't. In London, it was it was in English, right? right. But I don't know in Spanish if if it'll be Spanish or I'm I mean, assuming it. <laughs> they might have both. Well, <laughs> of course, about three course times London, it was in English. Of course, the London. Game I know. Is I know. That's what I mean. That's, <laughs> that's what I that's meant. Word. I'm just talking about out out of country (laughs) games, obviously (laughs) like them, they're going to be English. So I haven't run up into a scenario where they're going to, where it would be a different language where I'm thinking in Mexico, what I think they might do. And I've seen this for, I think it was for other sports. I'm trying to remember where I saw this is they'll have two in uh, arena announcers, maybe in boxing, right? They have, or UFC even, they have two announcers, one for the native language, and then one for uh, the U S And and they'll have people give announcements.
0: That would be horrible to sit through.
1: Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. That's a guess. I I don't remember what they've done. You got to assume they put the games there for the
0: local residents, right? They're not going to cater to the Americans who want to fly and watch their team uh, play. So
1: it it might all be Spanish. You you might be correct. And yeah, that'll be that'll be what it is. But um, all turning our attention to uh, this week. It is our preview episode, Cardinals-Seahawks, round two this season. We're already getting their second matchup. How crazy yeah, is that? I forgot
0: that they already battled it out up in Seattle. It was yeah, a couple weeks
1: Seattle. ago. I mean, we're yeah. like two games, three, four weeks apart. Um, Cardinals injury front, they already had practice this morning. Buda Baker, DJ Humphreys, Rodney Hudson, all three missed, weren't practicing today. We already know that Rodney Hudson was ruled out for Sunday's game. Rodney Hudson, man, I'm, I'm calling him uh, uh, retired on, <laughs> retired on duty. That's what, that's what he is right now. He he was contemplating retirement in the off season. He ends up coming back. Like we thought he was not going to play this year. He, we would have been better off if he would have retired and we would have gotten that cash and been able to make a move because this guy has been out all year. But the scary one is Buddha Baker. I mean, he's been healthy all year we haven't had any problems with buddha being out and you know he's like a missile on that defense uh remember that plague what was it last season the last season or season before where he got that that interception where he thought he was going to take it to the house and DK chased him yeah. down with Zell. And that was here at, at home. <laughs> that was
0: here, yeah, at State Farm Stadium.
1: Yep. Yep. That I want to say it was last play. season. That was a primetime game. It was your last season yeah. or season before. But yeah, I remember Buda uh, Buddha getting chased down in that game. He's he's made some impact on the Seahawks. He should have scored in that on that drive. Yeah. But uh DJ Humphreys, another big missing piece that old line Daryl Williams, Cardinals running back room. You're thinking that maybe James Connor will be back this week, but Daryl Williams willn't be will not be back. He went to the IR with a hip injury. And then if we could take a moment of silence, let me throw these glasses on right here. Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> we parted ways with Rodrigo. Uh, uh, injury settlement. Uh, mainly because Matt Brader's back and ready to go. What does, that mean?
0: What, is, what does an injury settlement mean?
1: You can't I saw that. Yeah, you can't release someone if they're injured. So apparently he had some sort of fluke injury. So they they came to some agreement. Oh, uh, it might have been a real injury, but I'm just saying how convenient. He knew he was going to get cut soon, and all of a sudden he was injured, and maybe he squeezed out a couple <laughs> he's more. A smart
0: businessman, right there. That's a yeah, smart yeah. He needs
1: to buy more Legos. I mean, he's got a big Lego collection, and you know he knew he was going to be jobless <laughs> for a few weeks. You know, here's the thing with kickers though: if you're remotely good, which he's been he'll get another job. I mean, someone, yeah. the kicker, another kicker is going to get hurt and he'll be one of the first calls and he'll get a, he'll get a job. God,
0: that's actually brilliant, man. If you have, if you have a gut feeling, you're going to get canned, get an on the job injury and they can't fire you.
1: Well, it's like, actually, those, uh... it's like those doctors, right? You, you know, you hire a, now I'm sure you went through the team, but <laughs> you hire one of those, you know, medical doctors to get you one of those cards so you can, mm. you know, do your business. And it's similar to this, right? Rodrigo probably called up some, Wacky doc and God said, "Hey, write got me a, a note, write, write yeah. me a note that I'm injured and <laughs> uh, <laughs> get me a little pay, a little payout uh, here four
0: times record yeah, four uh,
2: times." This is really important. Uh, Kickoff in the Valley Podcast, Odyssey Sports, twenty four hundred Sports Media. We do not encourage anyone <laughs> to
1: engage in falsified injury reports on the job site. Uh, Gunner and oh, I thought you meant the other medical cards that I was referring to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the voice of the bird god. I, I'm permanent third host on the show now. Look at that. He's four times in. That means he's he's guaranteed rest of the show, uh, for for the rest of this this the, episode, right?
0: The payout uh, on uh, four cut-ins. I mean that the, the odds on that are just like
1: <laughs> man. I would have
0: made some good money. <laughs> if I'm going on the over.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure we're we're gonna get a record six or seven this episode. Uh, <laughs> other kind of updates. New Arizona Cardinal the defensive lineman Tristan Hill. He was picked up off the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we got him off waivers, six foot three, three hundred and eight pounds, adding some beef to the defensive line. He was a former second round uh, second round pick I want to say in two thousand and nineteen gunner yeah. uh, a couple of my buddies that are die die hard football fans in college and everything else that they one of them's really hyped over the Tristan Hill pickup off of waivers and then the other gentleman that you broke while we were having our interview the other day yeah. And I'm gonna butcher his name again. The linebacker Camu Gruzier Hill. Both both uh, Gruzier Hill and Tristan Hill were at practice today. So both new Cardinals ready to rock. Uh, hopefully this Sunday, you would think they would get in in some rotation. Yeah. Uh, speaking about getting some rotation, <clears throat> interviewed this week, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, yesterday said he hopes Robbie Anderson can have a larger role this week versus the Seahawks and that the coaches will try to force feed him the ball. So wow. I don't know if this is just coach speak to like throw the other team off, but they're they're saying they're going to target Robbie Anderson a lot this Sunday. I he's hope been, so. Yeah, he's only been targeted four times in two games. Uh, has Still doesn't have a catch. He does not have a catch with the Cardinals, just like the Cardinals don't have uh, offensive uh, first quarter touchdowns. So.
0: Well, I hope that's not Cliff's only strategy going into this game. (laughs) Say, hey, we're going to target Robbie Anderson. Cover Robbie Anderson with your best guy. (laughs) <laughs> hopefully that's not his only strategy hopefully he's got something more up his sleeve you know yeah
1: i'm, I'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping we change anything to get this offense up and up and going uh yeah. seattle's offense pro football focus ranks them eighth overall in the nfl how crazy is that think about that in the offseason gunner uh, if i told you the seahawks seahawks were going to be a top 10 offense in the nfl this year
0: nobody would have nobody would have predicted that man now
1: Uh -uh. Now, defensively, they're more down to earth. They're ranked 20th, thanks to pro football focus. So, you know. Okay, so you're saying the offense.
0: The offense. I thought you said defense. So the offense is ranked up their top 10, right? Yeah, they're uh, 8th. Offense is 8th, defense defense. is 20th. Okay,
1: all right. Now, the Cardinals, embarrassingly, this is where they've dropped. Every week they've dropped, Gunner. I keep telling you, they're dropping and dropping and dropping. Offensively, they're now ranked 27th in the NFL. Hmm. Fifth from the bottom uh defensively they're moving up moving on up they went from 29th to 28th so they're making Which, I mean, little little steps it, defensively to move up
0: well yeah i mean if they would have repeated what they did 2 weeks ago last week i mean they would have been up even higher than that they they regressed last week you know they they kind of took it took a step backwards they what i well,
1: they, I, I, feel, I i tried right before we got on i was trying to look at every game and see how quick like what it feels like to me and it's definitely been this way the last two games, but I didn't get to go far enough back. The last two games, the Cardinals have given up a score on the opening drive, but then they've kind of settled down defensively. Mm-hmm. So if they could just get away from giving up the touchdown in the opening drive, uh, that might help our cause. So yeah, like you're saying, they, they would be in a better position, but last two weeks in a row, they've now given up touchdowns that, that first drive down the field. So um, hopefully they will adjust this weekend.
0: Well, and hopefully we can actually get in the end zone ourself, uh in that uh, first quarter. You know, that ha- hadn't happened in, uh, what, 13 games now uh, without a first quarter touchdown? And, I mean, the last time we played the Seahawks, they didn't even get in the end zone at all. It was uh, three field goals uh, against the Seahawks up there in Seattle in week six.
1: Uh, my only other note before we bring in our guests for behind enemy lines is, you know, the recent schedule for the Seahawks, they're on a three-game win streak, Gunner. And who did that start with? The Arizona Oh, Week six. <laughs> uh, they obviously beat us in Seattle 19 to 9. I will say in that game, it did not feel like Seattle did a lot to to control that game or, or beat us. I think we just much like many games this year, it feels like the Cardinals just continuously shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Um, after that game, they they won week seven against the Chargers. They did, you know, blow the Chargers out 37 23. And then last week, uh, in Seattle beat Kaka voice of the bird God, uh, Adams, New York football giants, 27 to 13 in Seattle. Like I said, so uh three game win streak as they roll into the Valley. And hopefully, you know, what, what it's been the past few years is the Cardinals have owned Seattle in Seattle and mm-hmm. the Seahawks have owned the Cardinals in Arizona. Well, yeah. with them beating us in Seattle this year, hopefully we can flip that notion and uh, turn things around here. What do you think?
0: I hope so, man. I hope so. I did, you know, last year when it was the uh, was it the wild card game, Seahawks were here. I mean, Russell Wilson was still at the, uh, you know, a quarterback. But I mean, that was that was uh, the Cardinals, you know, making a run and then kind of fizzling out at the end of the season. And the Seahawks come in and beat the Cardinals of the playoffs. Or was it the last game of the season? I, I'm trying to remember what game that was last
1: year. It was the last game. Oh, well, it was the wild card game. We got blown out in the wild card wild game with the Rams. Okay. So it oh, must have been. I okay, guess so have it was last, last season game. game. Yeah. The
0: last game of the season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um-